Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian, joined by my co-host, Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share their thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Right now, we've got a part two to holding your value. This is going to be holding our values. We're going to talk about how you can get aligned with your spouse and project to the world what your family values are. And before we get all the way in, we would just like to encourage you again to lean into community. Searching Marriage is Tougher on all social media platforms. That's IG, that's Facebook, YouTube. Leave a comment there. If you have a question, hit us up directly. We'll answer it back. If you'd like, you can also go to our website, marriageistougher.com. If you want to be a guest, you can fill out the contact form up at the bottom, as well as see all of our archived episodes. So again, we just want to hold space and get community outside of each episode. So please reach out to us there. Let's get into the show. Cool. All right. So as I like to do, I'm going to come out firing. What? No, not what. Where do our family values come from? Wow. That is it. Right out the gate. (laughs) Oh, all right. Our family values come from where we grew up or the household that we grew up in, I would say. Um, Then the community that we lived in and the importance of those certain things that those two aspects had because it's kind of the practices that we've walked through when we were younger. So whatever our home life was, whether we believed certain things, did certain things, went certain places, that's all in our home. And then as you get into like your school communities or your outside communities, as you get older, those values and those um, community norms rub off on you. Um, but then when you grow up, you have to fight through all of those and be like, what do I really care about in myself? And then once you get married, it's like, oh, wait, I have this whole thing that I've always gone by. And now potentially it could blow up and we have to find something new or, oh, yeah, you perfectly align. Said no one ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> and now let's go. So that's my long winded answer to your deep and thought-provoking question. I like it. I like that quite a bit. It makes me think a couple things. Uh, and as I tend to do, maybe I ask too many questions in one, in one piece. But I'm thinking, how important is it to try to inject yourself into like-minded communities that have similar values? Um, can someone be established enough or strong enough to inject themselves into a community that's not like-minded and change the dynamic? Um, and if you are not necessarily aligned with the person that you fall in love with and intend to marry, uh, how is it that you start having those conversations to establish your own values 
in order to uh, move forward together in step? Man, first question, is it good to be in like-minded communities? I think absolutely. Um, when you think about uh, communities like workout communities or religious communities, those are good to be in like-minded spaces. Within each of those space, there's open... You've, the healthiest way to be in those spaces is to be in spaces like that that are open to other thought processes to a point, right? So if you're in a gym and you only do chest on Monday, back on Wednesday, legs on, or back on Tuesday, legs on Wednesday, repeat, repeat. Um, and you're only hitting free weights and then someone comes and they're doing calisthenics, which is no weights, that can totally go against what your thought process is, but it can totally be beneficial for you, right? Say you're now on a, you're on the road for two weeks straight and you can't get to a gym. Knowing how to do workouts without weights helps you stay in shape and, you know, forms your body a little bit differently, right? Um, you know, even within whatever your religious preference is, I'm going to talk from Christianity's point because that's where I, where, where I stand. Right. But when you talk about reading the Bible and, you know, you may have read, read it a certain way and then someone comes and says, hey, have you ever thought about this? And it might be something you've never seen, but being a community that has diverse opinions helps you grow, even though the goal or the purpose, right, is to still lead a Jesus-centered life. Right, they just be might have different ways to do it, and all that still allows you to grow. So it's good to be in those communities, but those best communities that are like-minded are still open and diverse in their thoughts on how to get to a certain place. Right. Second question about is are you know how do you become strong enough, or is it a good idea to go into communities that have a different opinion? That depends on the person. Uh, but sometimes you're forced to go in those in common spaces, right? Like work or school right. or just where you live, right? I mean, that, that's almost like what does discipleship look like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so you, in essence, you use those communities of like-mindedness to be your back, your background and your backbone and your foundation to step into those where you may be, um, might not be like-minded holistically, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's strong to have community that builds you up and what you believe in to be able to go out into the world or into other places that don't. Um, now, when it comes to falling in love with someone, <laughs> Uh, my wife always says you, f you fall you fall in love with who you're around. Right. And that mm -hmm. makes sense. Like you can't fall in love with someone that you're not spending time with, um, right. that you're not, you know, having conversations with that type of thing. So it's really in those conversations pre the falling in love part. It's just like, do I even like this person? Um, <laughs> that's where you can decide uh where you want to hang out but once you're in that space of oh yeah we're about to get married those conversations 
are kind of good to just have in a rip the Band-Aid off type of way. Uh, because at that point, you build up enough rapport to know and been vulnerable enough um, to hopefully display that you care for that person, um, you're you're for them, you're not against them. Mm-hmm. And so now we just have to talk about things that I think it's how you do that is a lot of why questions and how do they come to certain conclusions or how do they get to this space? Right. Some of those things involve like you've already had those conversations like, oh, okay, you grew up Hindu because your family's from India. Right. Now it's about what about those values hold true to you? What Mm -hmm. about those things do you practice now? Um, Are you open to, you know, other things? (laughs) Right. Um, And then you have to decide. Is it a non-negotiable or not? Or you have to decide how you're going to walk that out together if you have, if you grew up a Christian or a Jesus follower, right? Like, how's that going to work? So I use that extreme example just because it's easier to see the polar opposites um, right. in that space. So I hope I answered all three <laughs> sufficiently enough. <laughs> well done. Well done. Um, yes. Yeah, so you, you for sure answered all three. Um, I do want to make sure, <clears throat> excuse me, that we also hit on what we stated in the opening. How are we projecting these things to the world? Right. How, number one, how important is it that we project these things? Um, you know, I, I think it could be argued both ways. Like we, need to be who we are unapologetically and maybe it's not so important that we project those but then also as a christian i feel like it's very important that we project those values right um so i don't know i guess a little bit on your thoughts on uh, projection yeah it's um again it's building off and knowing where you stand that's the first thing and i know we just kind of talked about that but knowing what our values are, ide- like literally being able to identify them. Like enough where if someone says, hey, man, what's the values of your marriage? You can say, you know, we operate in love. We are um, open to all people. We want them to see the love of Christ in our lives. And we respect each other. Our family is first um, after God. And we want to make sure that we're doing what God has called us to do, right? That's examples of things that you could say, right? Then you can ask the people closest to you if they see those things. And if they don't, then you come back and say, how do we live our lives to what we say our values are. Because sometimes we say we have values, but our actions do not walk out those values. Right. So you have to have some type of measurement, and the best measurement is to ask those people closest to you that see you the most. And I think that is there's a level of vulnerability there. There's a level of planning. There's a level of seeing the truth that has to come with that and you being okay, like 
what if it's not, right? What if the answer is no? What if the answer is not what we want to be? We have to be okay with that because like we said in the last episode, like people see it anyway. You may think you're hiding under the covers, but I see you. (laughs) Like I see you. Um, So I think those are a couple ways to show that to the community is to ask people if that's seen, right? And eventually people will call that out in you without you even having to say anything because that's just the way you guys move. Right. That's that's great, man. I, I don't know that I've put so much thought into having that type of conversation with my family. Like, this is who we are, right? Let's sit down and establish our core values. And, you know, it's it's almost hilarious because this is something that we do in business, right? We establish core values and then uh, we find like-minded people who can easily fit into those values, be taught them and uh, help project them in the work that we do, right? And the same should apply to family. Um, I remember this process that I went through in, um, you know, a, a business coaching that I went through, and I think I even had made you a part of it. So much like you were saying, right? Ask the people around you what it is that they see in you to establish who it is that you are are, are already projecting, right? And where those answers, if you ask five different people, where those answers intersect, that is who you are. Whether you like it or not, that is who you are, or at least who you're projecting. Might not, might not be who you want to be, but that is at this current stage where you're at in life, right? And the idea was to develop your core values off of that. So take the positive things, take the, you know, the things that you would like to be reflected, um, list them, and then basically without you having to do so much of the work, those are just your established core values. That's how you've chosen to live your life. And while I liked that idea, I didn't necessarily like the idea of having a list of core values. So what I developed was more of a core value statement. Right. And for me, it became like my big, hairy, audacious goal and my core value statement all in one. And that was to positively impact the life of everyone I come into contact with. And to me, while that seemed like that's a big ask, that's something that can also be done on a micro level. Right. Um, And I feel like I've spoken about this on the pod before, but you know, there, and this is what I try to teach my children as well. You know, there are a lot of little things that we can do to help others to, you know, even just turn a day around for somebody, uh, you know, something as little as a smile, a hug, right? A handshake, a, a dap, uh, a question, how are you today? And like asking that question genuinely. Um, so I don't know, I was going off on a tangent there for a little bit, but uh, I really like that idea of sitting down with the family and establishing familial core values and having it something that, you know, the family all agrees on. 
and uh, you know, I think holding each other within our family accountable for displaying those those core values. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that you can reflect back on and, you know, even help with your kids or even check yourself. Like, you know, you'd be like, is this what a hooks does? Yeah. Is this what a hooks does? Is this how we operate? And it's like, no, or yes, you know, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it stops you in your tracks and it helps you be like, no, okay, we we get things done. We care about others. We treat each other kindly. So even when you're, you know, for us, you know, when we're, when we need to, you know, when it gets heightened in in the house, like me and my daughter, my wife will see we're kind of trying to one up each other in the sense of getting our point across, you know, she just has to call us out and it's like, let's just take a break. Like, this is not how we solve things. And, yeah. you know, that's not a, you know, she's not saying this is what, what the sergeant does, but in essence, this is how we do things. You know, so it's good to have those values and to come together. And I think, especially if you have young kids, it will evolve as they get older. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, us having an older one, like without saying specifically, like, you know, he knows what it is to be in this household. <laughs> and, you know, and those are the things that he grasps to, um, you know, but Bella, for sure. We try to instore those things. And if nothing else, even if you never say them ever again, at least you're aligned, you've communicated, you've taken time, you've been strategic. And most of the time, we don't take the time. We don't put in the thought process. We don't think, how do we want to live our lives as a mar- as a married couple and as a family, right? Because you can have two separate but not separate, if that makes sense, right? Because in essence, Mm -hmm. your marriage is your family, but like what it is for your marriage and then what it is for your family. So I think it's uh, strategic communication is very important when you want to talk about um, the values that you have and how you present them. Yeah. You know, I know we're coming up against the clock here, but I wanted to mention, you know, one of the things for me when... I established that statement was I was, I guess, a little afraid or concerned that it wouldn't touch everything. And what I mean by that is like, maybe I'm going to run into a scenario where that statement doesn't apply. And, you know, my other thought was I still wanted to make it simple, something easy to remember, uh, something easy, maybe not easy to live by, but, you know, just easy to apply. And what I've found is I have not yet readily been able to come up with a scenario where it wouldn't apply, right? Because, you know, in work, I'm like, okay, what if this doesn't get done, right? And then you go back to the statement. Well, will that positively impact somebody's day if it doesn't get done? No, then it better get done. Oh, Right. And I think it's a good foundation for children to have, like you said, like, is this how a hooks operates, right? Whether it's, you know, uh, a point of contention with a friend at school or something, right? Like, if I react in this manner, is that positively impacting this person's day? And then just having that grounding allows a child, an adult, anybody, an employee, really, to 
to guide their actions. And I feel that as long as they have used that grounding, I can support whatever decision they've made. Man, I didn't even think about that. That is a game changer of being, did you align with what we said our values are? Yes. Okay, then we're good. Yeah, I'm here for you. You know? Wow. Yeah. It has allowed me, uh, specifically with employees, to back them, especially when customers come and like make claims about this, that, and a third. I go to my employee, like, hey, what happened? Did it align with what we say we are? All right, bet. I got your back all day. Yeah. That's that's great. It helps helps us as spouses be there for our spouses. It helps us as parents be there for our parents and help us as community members just to show up for our community better. Mm-hmm. When we decide what what we want to do and where we stand and really continue to live our lives out there because we're living our lives by a standard anyway, by a value anyway. It's just, can we bring our focus to that? Because there's already something in you, the way you're living your life. But if you're not giving much thought to it, it can be your friend's values or your parents' values or, you know, whatever community group you're involved in, it can be their values. So you're living by a set of values regardless. So we might as well set up your own, (laughs) the ones that you have control of and the ones that affect you the most and really be okay with how that lands. Give it some thought, Um, you know, talk through it with your spouse for sure. Um, Maybe bring some other people that are close to you just like you said in the beginning like to see to call out you know the gold in you and who you already are um so that helps it be more familiar and what you've already done and it can show you oh i'm showing this that i don't necessarily want to present let me course correct so once you do that you can stand firm 10 toes down and (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and really be able to walk out those values and they will, they will begin to show up in your everyday life and people will be able to see it without you having to verbally say anything. There it is. So with that, we will, uh, conclude this episode. Thanks again for spending time here. If you got any value of it, please, um, share it with a friend, a family member, anyone that you think could um, benefit also leave us a comment on any of the podcast platforms that you um, that you partake in so others can see it as well and leave a message at marriageistougher.com and our contact form if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any feedback for us we really appreciate you and we will uh, chat with you next time peace